Hello, Ugnots and Jawas. This is Mando Talk, and I'm your host, Caleb Keller. I wanted to start this podcast with a special announcement. Uh, we were asked to be part of Star Wars Podcast Day by at Star Wars Now This on Twitter. And I wanted to just say real quickly that we are so thankful for this incredible and new opportunity. Uh, while we plan to record an episode on the actual day, February 7th, we had some things that came up that just prevented us from being able to do that. So here is our plan. This episode with the special guest of Zach Horvath is part one of our observance of hashtag Star Wars podcast day. And we're going to conclude our observance with a part two with more familiar panelists on February 12th. So I just wanted to quickly address that. And again, thank you to at Star Wars Now This on Twitter for creating this special event and follow that account and as well follow at Star Wars Pod Day for more updates on this special event. Again, we can't wait to continue uh, celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day this coming week. Enjoy this week's episode and we will see you again for our part two next week. Hello there. General Kenobi! You are listening to Mando Talk, your home for the Mandalorian chapter breakdown, speculation, and all kinds of Star Wars fun. <laughs> well, what is up all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there, and welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk, and we got a really special one. First of all, my name's Caleb Keller, I'm glad that you have decided to listen to us yet another week. But across from me is a different view. We got a guest on show. He's been here before, but it has been a hot minute. Uh, I think he was last on here for the Rise of Skywalker review. That's right. So it's been a while. Zach Horvath. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me. Uh, Absolutely. Always a good time, you know. And you say you say Mando, you say season two, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. No doubt. So what we're doing tonight is we are discussing or we're reflecting on season two of The Mandalorian. But while... To kind of segue that, to intro that, today it came out that season two of The Mandalorian has been nominated for Best Drama Television Series at the Golden Globes. Boom. So they're continuing to rack up the rewards. I think even um, some of the writers are getting some recognition as more of that info is being pumped out. So in celebration of that, let's reflect on season two. Uh, so I've I've been anxiously waiting to talk about season two with you on some mics. Yeah, that's right. Because it's always fun. I I know when season two was going on, I would shoot you a text like early Saturday morning, yeah. waiting to hear what you thought about it. So I can't wait for everyone listening to hear your thoughts about it because they're always good. So let's do this. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read like a short little one sentence, two sentence synopsis that I've developed. This isn't official, but these were like my quick little takeaways of each chapter. And then we're going to get to hear Zach's thoughts on them. So let's kick it off with chapter nine. So chapter nine, Din and Tusken Raiders aid Cobb Vanth in destroying a crate dragon in exchange for the Fett armor. Now, when I read that, the first thing that I think of is Cobb Vanth. Uh, I thought that character was absolutely incredible. Timothy Oliphant performed incredible perfectly whatever word you want to use there uh he he mat he matches that character perfectly what did you think about Cobb Vanth and Timothy Oliphant's portrayal completely agree I mean nailed it didn't have much to do 
but what he had to do, he nailed it, right? Yes. And and we heard rumors, oh, he's going to be in it, whatever, but, oh, man, it, he nailed it. It yeah. is exactly what I want him to be. He and uh, Mando stand off. You're like, oh, baby, here Dude. we go. Well, you see him in the Fed armor, and you're like, right. all right, all right. He looked right. goofy. You're like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you're like, all right, all right, so what's this mean? It gives you backstory intrigue without saying hey look at him you know right. what i'm saying well and as soon as he took that helmet off because he was kind of goofy yeah. when we saw him initially but when he took that helmet off and you saw his perfect hair the sheriff look i was like, just like this I, dude I, is I'm handsome <laughs> yes he was handsome i mean he rocked it i looked at maddie as soon as we watched that and i was like that's my halloween guy next year yeah man. i gotta try I to mean, rock that hair <laughs> i mean yeah handsome dude but for sure i mean nailed the part the whole episode uh, backstory with the Tuscan Raiders, Mando dropping just right. their language, and you're like, oh my god, Mando. Um, yeah. it, it set the season off perfectly. Yes, it did. It uh, it was out of nowhere for me in terms of the uh, you know, the crate dragon. Didn't right. know what that was. Right. And it turns out there's a huge backstory there. Yeah, it's just like, come on, Favreau, come on. I mean, just now the Disney Gallery gave a little bit more backstory behind the crate dragon process. Did you have a chance? I did. To I catch did. That? Okay. Yeah, awesome. Worth your time if you haven't watched. Yes, it. it is. So if you didn't know this, the crate dragon skeleton was in the original Star Wars film, A New Hope. Uh, but a, the crate dragon that we get in season two doesn't look necessarily the same. That's right. Because in A New Hope, man, that thing's like really long and skinny. But th this crate dragon, what did you think about the way it looked? You know, I, I was like, all right, you see it coming through the sand and stuff, and you're like, all right, what are we going for here? Yeah. And I loved it because yeah. it, it was ominous. It was huge. Mm -hmm. The fact that it, the Tuscan Raiders are basically, you know, leveraging their food to keep him away from them, like, yeah, it was just so well done. It was. It was um, well and, performed. And they took that from the bones in A New Hope. You're like, ah, right. oh, these guys are good. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Now, at the very end of that chapter, probably one of the best cliffhangers uh, that we've gotten from Mandalorian so far, and that was the reveal of Tamara Morrison back as Boba Fett, just watching from the cliff. Yeah, and they just drop that on you so eloquently. You're just like, oh, 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 right. oh, oh. And we know? don't get like payoff to that until so much later in the season where I was getting to a point where I was thinking, well, are we ever going to get payoff to yep. that? Or was that the moment that they were setting up for a, a Boba Fett show? Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, I always, I always base things off my wife. Okay. Okay. If she is interested in it, they did it right. All right. And like so that. when they, when he turns around, my wife's like, all right, who's that? <laughs> right. Like, right. who's this guy watching over? And then I was like, you know, just, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> and then they drop it on you, you know, a couple of episodes later right. and she loved it. And the, like I said, that tells you they did it right. Right. They give you just enough. And for people who don't know what it is, they give you the, oh my God, he's coming in and we'll talk about <laughs> it. But yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It was a great kickstart to season two. It was back in a familiar territory with Tatooine. So I've always called that the Star Wars sandbox as a kid. You've always, you always imagine going to Tatooine. Right. Uh, so Props to Favreau, because I believe he wrote and directed the season opener. So. so that was all him. Well done, Favreau, and we'll continue to probably say that throughout this thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on now to Chapter 10. Chapter 10, Din and Baby Yoda, that's currently his name in this story, right. <laughs> attempted to travel with Lady Frog and her offspring to Trask to find other Mandalorians but are sidetracked when the New Republic tracks Din down. Now... I'll go ahead and just say it. I don't know how you feel about it. This was probably my least favorite 
of season two. Now, when I say least favorite, I didn't hate it. It was just there, you know? I didn't, like, despise anything. I had fun with it, but it just wasn't the same enjoyment that I got out of all the rest of the chapters. What did you think? A hundred percent. I mean, as I, I kind of described this episode as fine for me, it, it fine in Mandalorian terms. Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. It was good, worth watching. It was, you could say it's filler, but it wasn't because yeah. they had so much Din and baby Yoda back and forth. You get the frog lady. I didn't care about her, but then I did. <laughs> yeah. And that shows you that that episode was so well done. That right. It's just some, if you see it on the page, you'd probably be like, oh, that looks, that sounds kind of boring. Yeah. But a lot of big stuff happens. Right. Right. I mean, you get baby, or I about called him his name, baby Yoda, <laughs> uh, doing his thing with the little eggs or whatever. Yeah. And then you get the huge spider things. And I yeah, mean, I think we like to call that Harry Potter and Star Wars here. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. <laughs> um, but the whole episode d- did a good job, you know, after the first episode of the season. It was good to, to take a breath and get back to the roots of Baby Yoda and and uh, yeah, Din. Now, so. and I'm glad you pointed that out because one of the things that makes the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, is the connections that we and the development of uh, character between Din and the child, Baby Yoda. And Chapter Ten, that was its strong suit. Right. First, I mean that that's what kept me invested. Just mm-hmm. that alone, I, I like seeing them together. You start seeing the cracks in his armor in terms of you know keeping his helmet on and what that means to him and what uh, Baby Yoda actually means to him. Mm-hmm. It, it's it goes a long way in that episode. And man, looking back on it too, what a foreshadow to how the Razor Crest turns out. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. We'll get to it. But <laughs> yes, we will. What a what a foreshadow. Okay, next one, chapter eleven. Loved this episode. I thought it was the best one while we were watching it, like in that moment. Uh, but again, we'll get to more of my favorites <laughs> later. Chapter eleven. Din aids Bo-Katan in stealing an Imperial cruiser in exchange for the location of a Jedi. So again, Din is doing something to get something in return that's going to take him to the next spot. But I was okay with it because we got Bo-Katan. Dude. Incredible. It, it's a video game, all right? Let, <laughs> yes, let's call it what it, it is. is. It's a video game, but it's so well done that even though I know what's going to happen, I know he's going to go talk to this person, A, <laughs> they're going to need him to do something, he does it, great, cool. It's so well done and yeah. so entertaining. And like you said, the characters are so well written, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth. I didn't have any history with Bo. Uh, right. I, I knew it, she was important, but I was just like, whatever. But man, when they come in, all of the, the Mandalorians and they're doing their thing, flying yeah. in, you're just like, oh my. Well, because they set it up so good because Baby Yoda's in that thing. Right. And he gets like sucked up. You're like, oh, what what's about to happen yeah. here? And Den's just getting jacked up. Uh, oh man, they do and such a nowhere, good job. She just flies in. Oh saves my gosh, the day. and they all just murk them. You're just like, yeah. All right, who are you? Why are you here? And why do you look right. like this? You know. Now, so that does kind of make me think. Then, since you have the point of view of not necessarily mm-hmm. diving deep into rebels and Clone Wars, right? Because for me, like, I got chills and not. I wouldn't say emotional, but mm-hmm. just like so happy. Man, I would is, say yeah, exactly. So, how did you take it? Was it similar? Or was it just like, oh, okay, she looks cool. It was more of intrigue. It was like, who is this person, and why is she so cool, and I want to know everything I can. Now, don't get me wrong. After the episode, I'm Googling and digging (laughs) into it, and that just shows you that they did a good job at making me care because, again, I knew, you know, 
oh, I think she's important, whatever. But yeah, no, like legit. Like okay. it was so cool, and and my wife and I did a full rewatch after. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. And so, watching it again and knowing the history and know, knowing what happens, you're just like, oh, yeah. oh, oh baby. And it it makes it interesting too for me. As soon as she, because they sit down and have a meal together, and she's explaining kind of a little bit of her backstory to those of you right. that haven't seen Rebels and Clone Wars. She's wanting to get back to Mandalore, and she's definitely wanting to reclaim the throne. And man, is that a story that I hope to see? And I think they are inching very close to that. No, man, I think they're all in on that. Yes, I think they're all in. So I loved Chapter Eleven. That was honestly that episode kickstarted like the incredibleness that was yet to come. Oh, like for, we thought that it wasn't going to get any better from there, but man, it, dude, <laughs> from that point on, banger, banger, <laughs> yes. banger, banger. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. So let's keep going into those uh, into those banger episodes. Next up, we got chapter twelve. Chapter twelve, Din stops for repairs at Navarro. So I guess we didn't touch on it, but in chapter eleven, like the Mon Calamari, like barely fixed oh, his shit yeah, for him. Right. Uh, so he decides to stop at Navarro to get some official work done on it, where he helps newly appointed Marshal Cara Dune and Grief Karga, who's basically like the mayor of the town at this point. Uh, he helps those two destroy destroy an imperial lab where they discover dark magic occurring. Things got dark here in this episode. It was fun to begin with, it was cool being back in Navarro. We saw a statue of IG-11 in the background, that so that was pretty cool. Uh, but then when they actually go to the Imperial Lab, man, did mm. it get interesting. Mm. Yeah, right. We see the dark, ominous person, the dark, ominous music, and you're like, is that Snoke? Is that Palpatine? Is it some just random person they're trying to develop? I don't know. What did you think about it? I went into this episode going, oh gosh, another here we go filler. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, oh, okay, we've been here. We'll see what happens. Love yeah. this episode. Yeah, so well done, Carl Weathers. Shout out, dude. Great yes, job. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I was very impressed. Again, kind of went into my oh gosh, what's gonna happen here? He nailed it. Yeah. Uh, the whole episode was was really well done. And you're gonna hear me say that. Probably three or four more times right. here. Probably with the rest of it. That's them. right. Uh, <laughs> it's just so good um, because it could have been filler if done wrong. Right. Um, it could have been boring. I could have been all right. I don't. All right, they're going to take this thing. I don't care. But man, it's just the characters so good seeing them together again. Yeah, um, it was going and even the blue guy. Like I can't remember his name off the top. Uh, uh, I just so, call him the Mithral. Okay, yeah, him. Great comedy. Um, yeah, he, it was he, he nailed good. it. Um, the, there's no guarding here. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yes. Um, yes, but I just thought that episode overall, overall, was way better than it should have been. Could yeah. have been. Yeah, and the 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 Palpatine Snoke stuff. Right. What did you think? Let's hear it, uh, dude. It's Snoke. I mean, okay. they're, they're setting I think it that's up. That's my setting I, too. I want them to do that. Okay, because to me. It's it's building up the sequels, right? Um, which do that, do it, um, yeah. Get everybody happy with the sequels, um, and see that's kind of my stance on it too. Like the prequels weren't loved initially, but I do think the Clone Wars made people appreciate them a little bit more. Yeah, I so mean, I do think Mando has an opportunity to do that with the sequels, one hundred percent, and do it. Why not? Yeah, um, you're in that times that time frame. You can call back to prequels hit the sequels 
why not describe the the questions we had from rise of skywalker right. i mean why not yeah um, and that's what they're doing I, I think you know i may be wrong but no i i think you're I think you're on the mark because that's what I think. So, <laughs> well, I just—I uh, mean, it would make sense. Why would they show it? They're not going to show it unless they have a reason for it. Yeah, um, I think there will eventually be payoff on that. Yeah, I can't wait to get the payoff it's, for it. It's going to be a minute. It, I think it's so. going to be a minute. I think it's their long game with with this show. The, yeah, maybe I wouldn't call it a B plot, but the background plot okay. of you know Baby Yoda and midichlorians mm-hmm. and all this stuff. One hundred percent. That's where it's right. going. Well, and I think too, they have to just like put stuff there. Like, yeah, this dark magic, uh, first order is lurking hey, in the shadows. Don't forget, we know where this goes. <laughs> right. They don't go away. Right. Um, and I know we're still like twenty five years away from Force Awakens. Yeah. But but I, when we get there, Force Awakens, then people are. I mean, they're yeah, they're booming. Dude, they done exactly. built the daggum planet in exactly. the sky. Like. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. If they can build a planet in 25 years, I mean. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm they, right there with they're you. setting the seeds for that, and I can't wait to see it come to fruition. Yeah, I can't wait to get those connections to the sequels, honestly, because I do think, and it sounds like we both agree with this, they've got an opportunity to make the sequel stronger, so why not do it? Yeah. Sequel, I'm just going to go ahead and address this. Sequels aren't going away. No. There's so many fans out there that are asking uh, to retcon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're look, not guys, leaving, guys. <laughs> these people got millions and billions of dollars into this. <laughs> yeah. They, I don't think they're going to retcon it. Right. Um, I, I know that may hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want them to hurt your feelings. I'm just, it's a business they're running. Right. Um, so what, they're not going to do that, however. Okay, let's hear it. Hot take, maybe. All right. No, that's um, fine. We like hot takes. What I like to see from Star Wars is what they're doing with this High Republic stuff. Okay. They sat down. They made this cheesy video about, look, we got all these writers in, and they did all, they did all that just to show us that, guys, we know. We, we heard, know what we're doing We now. <laughs> We heard you. You're right. Yeah. Let's take an MCU little thing here. Right. And figure out what the crap we're doing yeah. before we do it. And it sounds like they're even taking that up a notch with this whole Mando verse they're building One, up. One, you you stole it from me. I was going to say that, man. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, they're proving that they're going all in on that. Because yeah. you should. You got Disney Plus. Yes. You have the service. They got a, millions and millions of follow, or viewers now. Yes, they because do. Because of Mandalorian. Dude, they're, Disney Plus is crushing it. Crushing it. And they're about to just get even bigger of an audience because Marvel is starting to pump Dude, stuff out. Uh, that's a whole nother, you know, just wealth bucket that we yes. could get into. We could get into a Disney Plus <laughs> podcast Dude, we alone. Could. I've been wanting to do that badly, too. Because, man, it, there's so much on that just potential there. But right. I'm glad to see that they're calling back. To see, they're not afraid to touch on the sequels. Agreed. Like, look, guys, there's some floaty bodies here. What yes. does that mean? We don't know. Yeah, It's Snoke. I want it to be Snoke. Answer that. I do, too. Show it to me. I think I do too. It doesn't have to be a main plot line of Mandalore, right? Just be fighting about Mandalore, and then oh, oh, what was that in the background? And, and make just, it like well, you just play that music too, and you're like, okay, it's no, exactly. Do it in like season four, or season five. Yeah, you know, we, we don't need to rush it. But no, we don't. Sorry, I'll, no, you're good. It's man. A soapbox no, of the connected fine. universe. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, chapter thirteen. Next up on the on the yeah. list, Din Djarin finds Ahsoka Tano. I'll just stop right there and just give that part a round of applause. Like, there's nothing else that needs to be said. What an intro. <laughs> what an intro. Uh, and we receive background information on Baby Yoda, who we can now say for the rest of this podcast yep. is Grogu. Oh, Grogu. And teases of Ahsoka's future endeavors. 
where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Yep. And again. All right. Yep. We're going to get into it. Okay. Um, get into what yeah. you want Let to me, from I'm, that sentence I may first. talk a little longer about this episode just hey, because fine. it's so packed. Yes, it is. Um, You know, potential hot take. I don't know. My favorite episode of the season. Favorite okay. episode of the season. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I knew Ahsoka was a big deal. Again, not knowing the history of her. Mm-hmm. Having that intro, I was in. Right. Yeah. You, you see her. Dave Filoni, this guy. Goes from directing my least favorite episode of season one Dude, to yes. my favorite episode of season two. He wrote this episode so well done and so impressed by him, yeah. uh, you know, growing and you know, cor- caring for his baby, right. Ahsoka. Yes, um, but just the intro alone sets the tone. We're in this random forest that's like burned down or something. You're like, what's happening here? And you just see the lightsabers. And she's just doing work. And then we're in Mandalorian, right? And when yeah. we saw the lightsabers, even my wife was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And we've watched that episode so many times just by her saying, you want to watch uh, the Ahsoka episode again? Okay. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Who wouldn't? So, yeah, so it's so good. But number one is just the intro. Number two is how they tied Grogu and Mando into her story. Yes. Make her, you know, be important, not just but because she's Ahsoka, but because she's dropping these story bombs onto us. Right. Like, oh, yeah, oh, your name's, Gro- oh, yeah, he's Grogu. Yeah. You didn't know that? Like, trained in the temple. Yeah, he trained when, in, oh. Yoda and Anakin and When Mason Anakin's murking everybody, right. like, <laughs> Grogu's there, and you're just like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, girl, you are yeah. dropping bombs on us. Right. Um, And again, like, and she sees the Din and Grogu connection. And then my favorite part of the entire season, series potentially, is her fight with the... Magistrate. Yeah. uh, Elsbeth. Sure. Her (laughs) and then the the duality with the gunslinger on the other gotcha. side of the fence. Michael Bean. Oh my gosh. If I could, if someone comes to me and says, "Hey, what's Mandalorian?" Uh-huh. I'm going to show him that like 5 minutes okay. because that is everything I love about Star Wars. You've got the samurai aspect, they're going at it. Oh my gosh, so impressive. Then you got the tension in the dust going yeah. everywhere in the gunslinger aspect right like the slow and steady build oh my up, gosh. but then also like the bang 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 like. and, and then in the background you can hear him fighting and he's looking yeah. at him like yeah you know they're they're fighting back here <laughs> like what are you gonna do no you're right like are you gonna shoot me in the face and man i was like yeah you're right i'm, I'm gonna shoot you now to even bounce off of that a little bit too we sent out a tweet asking uh what moment do you think about the most from season two and it was between ahsoka and ahsoka's Ahsoka being in live action and Luke Skywalker returning. And Ahsoka got 50% of the vote. Luke Skywalker got 43.8. And the wrinkly guy in the tank got 6.3. So Ahsoka, I mean, a lot of people probably out there feel the same way as you. But it's because the episode is so good. Right. And she is so well done. Like Rosaria Dawson, kudos. Good job, man. Yes. Because she could have done it wrong, right? Um, Right. She could have made it cheesy or... She could have been like, I'm Ahsoka, watch this. <laughs> you know, and Dave, it goes back to Dave Filoni. Yes, it, yeah. It, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. He wrote it, he directed it, it's on him. If he messes it up, it's on him. Thank God he sticked the landing. He did stick the landing. Right. Now, what did you think when you got the Thrawn name drop? Because again, 
you might not be as deep into the canon, but what'd you think? I knew it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, just being kind of in this world. Uh, I just remember looking at Taylor and say, what did she just say? (laughs) She say Thrawn? And Taylor was like, I don't know. Uh, and I said, just hold on a second. So I had to, we had to dig into what that meant. Yeah. Um, and then I remember I did, I think you texted me and you're like, what'd you think of Thrawn? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. He look he sounds important, but oh, he's important, man. <laughs> now, okay. Let me get your take on it. And this is my opinion. I don't know if it's going to happen. I want it to happen. We've already touched on they want to create like this Mandoverse mm-hmm. and how all of these shows are going to connect to like a big climatic ending. Oh, we're already on the same wavelength. I can already tell you. Drop it. Please say, agree with me with this. Please make Grand Admiral Thrawn the Thanos of Why freaking Mandoverse. Not? Dude, I and 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 you know, the viewers out there, listeners are going to say, this guy just said he doesn't know anything about Thrawn. <laughs> I did my research. I know more about him now. Okay, there you go. And why would you not do that? Yeah. This dude's in the outer reaches. He's on a mission. He's doing something. Right. Why would he not be the one pulling the strings? And the way that his character was set up in Rebels, like, yeah, he's vanished. He's way out there in the unknown regions where the First Order got developed. Dude, why? 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 It's it's low-hanging fruit, and they're going to take it. Yeah. I, I sure hope so. They have to, man. They now, have to. I'm very interested to see how or if Moff Gideon is possibly r- doing Thrawn's bidding. 100%. You think so? 100%. Okay. Again. I mean, I like that. These are all like <laughs> ridiculous takes, potentially. Like yeah. after this all comes out, they're going to be like, well, these guys are way off. But that's what I think, man. Head because cannon, Moff Gideon right ain't now. the boss. Spoiler no, alert. I don't think so either. He's somebody else's. There's always somebody else until you get to the name Palpatine. Exactly. So so he ain't he ain't the end all be all. Especially with his fight with Mando. Like Right. That showed me that he ain't it. Yeah. This dude's gonna lose the fight and be a uh you know, a captor. Right. Come on. Yeah. Nah. No, I agree. I agree with that. And I, I can't wait to see how Thrawn possibly connects to the Mandalorian. I don't know if we'll get connection to the yep. Mandalorian, but we're definitely getting them in the Ahsoka show. Yep. So Here we go. Prediction. Okay, let's hear it. Uh Mandalorian season 3. Um you know, we'll talk about that in a min- minute of what that could potentially be, but mm-hmm. I think Ahsoka that's her mission, Thrawn, right? Right. W- whatever. Um that's that's what her end game is going to be of her show. Boba Fett. Mhm. Underground, right? Mm-hmm. Bounty hunter. Yes. He's going to get that squad up to go get Thrawn. Okay. Mando, Boba Fett, Bounty Hunter, Underground, Gunslingers, Gunslinger, Ahsoka, potential leader of Mandalore, right? With with Mando. Right. right. And then Ahsoka. Ooh, watch out, Thrawn. Oh, man. Watch that out. That would be really now, cool. Now, again, we know what happens. We know the First Order still becomes a thing, right? Correct. Um. So, but we don't see Thrawn in the sequels yeah so the, it's wide open what happens so right? until we're proven there? wrong i'm going with what you just said hey <laughs> <laughs> just a guess right just a guess but hey we'll I, see I'm, I'm looking at the map i'm doing my numbers like the meme <laughs> with the numbers right. in my head boom i'm on it <laughs> all right let's keep moving along in our chapter discussion here next up we got chapter 14 where din takes grogu to the planet of tython per ahsoka's instructions uh, to reach out to other force beings, 
individuals. We kind of didn't know in the moment. We know at the very end, but we'll talk on that. Uh, reach out to other force beings for training. Boba Fett arrives seeking his armor and fends off AIDS den in fending off Imperial troops. Dark troopers led by our uh, lower villain, mm-hmm. lower tiered villain at this point, Moff Gideon, is kidnapped, or they kidnap Grogu. The Razor Crest, I had to throw this plug in there. Razor Crest is destroyed because I was broken hearted when that happened. Can't believe they did that. <laughs> I couldn't either because I always believe. thought that that was their opportunity to have a new like Falcon for kids. I mean, I loved it. I did too. I, like, like I, I didn't like it in sense of <laughs> Fernando, but the, just the ri- it's a risk. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's a risky thing to do to blow up, right? Because there's kids watching and they're right. like, oh, "I got one. Watch this." Okay, I see. And it gets blown you. up. That's what Taylor was saying. I won't take her her take on it. She was like, <laughs> "What about the kids who are like, you know, I love that the Razor Crest." It's just how this goes, baby. It's a little life lesson. Well, I'm one of those kids. We're, we're a little life lesson for you. Stuff gets blown up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's but, fair. But going into the episode, um, another episode I honestly thought might be either a filler episode to to not instantly go there to mm-hmm. get Grogu to do that, mm-hmm. but be like, oh, on his way, he has to blah, blah, blah. No, baby. Yeah. Five minutes Boom. in, we're there. He's yes. sitting on the rock where he's doing his thing. And when he sits on the rock, he starts Jedi in this thing. Oh, With his itty bitty fingers. Oh, my God, man. I was in. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I could just sit him, watch him just sit there and like the yeah. force going around him all day yeah. long. But, um, <laughs> and then you see, oh, my God, you see Boba Fett come in and you're just like, dude, when what's I saw about that to happen? One, but yeah, oh, dude. Man. Oh, he, I lost it. I know. I said, oh, Taylor, here we go, baby. Here we go. So he comes in, drops down. You're like, okay, we're, they're going to fight it out. Right, right. Like, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, they're gonna fight it out. No, no. Uh, Boba Fett's just gonna murk all of them, dude. When he so the detonator is placed. Well, first of all, before I even get to that, he he, with his weed eater. Yeah, yeah, that's crushing skulls with. That's right. His basically plastic just go everywhere. Awesome, dude. You the the execution. The execution of this entire season. Yeah, was perfection. Robert Rodriguez, right? Is that who did this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know well of done. another word to say for any of this except perfection. Yeah, like, that was exactly what I wanted Boba Fett to do. Correct. Like, everybody, oh, Boba Fett, he's so cool. Why? Is right. he? Is he? Here's why. Press play. Watch this. <laughs> Whoa, bam, bam. And then, oh, my gosh, And then man. the thermal detonator scene, and oh, he's got God, his he's got the armor on, on. And he turns around, and he just fisses him right in the face, and then with the cowboy shot oh. and everything else like come on dude what an what a scene like that was legit everything i wanted out of boba fett yes it and more to you yeah it, for <laughs> sure like better than i thought because yeah. you're like All right, yeah he's cool whatever he, he can kill people no nah, man he's legit he's precise yeah. he gives mando a run for his money on who is the you know baddest dude in right in the galaxy here and so um what's the word i'm looking for not well done but so finessed mm-hmm. in in what Robert Rodriguez did with him in terms of like using his gadgets, using his different missile, and like yeah. doing the things you see Boba Fett have that doesn't ever get used. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was really well done. And we even got at the very end of the episode, we got an explanation behind him being a or Django being a foundling, right? So that put to rest. Are the Fets Mandalorian or not? Or at least Django. Mm-hmm. I think there's still possibly an argument out there if Boba Fett's Mando or not because he's developed through clone technology. But I'm not one to get like too upset about all that yeah, stuff. Th- they were dropping all that. And, and 
I'm just like, just let him be Mandalorian. Like yeah. that just makes it cooler to me. Yeah. Like it, it gives it more backstory, gives him more conflict on if if we end up going with this Bo Katan or Bo Katan uh, Mando who's leading mm-hmm. Mandalore thing. Maybe it puts a puts some more fight into Boba Fett and what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But um, I yeah. don't know. I thought it was a really good episode. That agree again could have been boring. Yeah, um, I think uh, so. It sounds like maybe Ahsoka's action was more favorable to you. But I do think, for me personally, and I, I might be speaking for you, but I don't know. Uh, me personally, I, I thought the action for Boba Fett topped Ahsoka's action for me. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. I didn't really compare the two. Okay. Um, I, I would say they both executed character action properly. Gotcha. Does that make sense? No, that's fair. Where I think I liked Ahsoka's better because it was more like what I like in terms of like samurai stealth yeah, stuff. I see. Where I see. Boba Fett was very visceral and very, yeah. watch, I'm just going to kill all these dudes very easily. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, Grim Reaper style. Yeah, like I just thought it was... Perfect for both characters. Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe it wasn't a good comparison. No, no, no. I think it's a great comparison. <laughs> They're both big-time action scenes, but yeah. one is done quiet in the shadows, True. and one is done bombs and guns True. and stuff. So okay. that's, that's why I think um, I like to soak is better. Just because it fits your style Just because I like that gotcha. more. But I thought Boba Fett was amazing. I see. You I know? see. Okay, okay. All right, let's move on then to Chapter 15 next. Uh, Kara shows back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess Mando's solution to getting Grogu back is to go to Marshal Kara, who now has access to all the different New Republic, I don't know, tracking as far as prisoners go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kara aids Din in finding Megs Mayfield, someone that I did not think we were going to see again. And they're wanting to track down Gideon's cruiser. So the biggest thing that I took away from this chapter is Din's displaying of how much he is willing to do to get to Grogu. So this is the helmet taking off yep. episode for this season. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I think that is what this episode's about. Yes. It, it's less about getting the plans or whatever. It's it's about him taking off yeah. the helmet. I mean, huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Just think about, like, this is the same level of, like, doing a cardinal sin to, mm-hmm. to someone else, Correct. right? Yeah. Like, it's like something you don't do mm-hmm. in, in his creed, in his mind, and, and he does it. Yeah. Number one, loved the call. Well, I wouldn't say the callback, but in episode with, with Bo, um, you see her, they, they take their helmets off. Yeah. And I, again, not really knowing anything, at, at least at that point, I was like, oh, all right, I guess we just taking them off. Yeah. Because every Mandalorian we've seen so far in the show right. is keep that baby on. Gotcha. Okay. And they're just dropping. I was like, oh, I guess there's different rules. Yeah. And turns out, oh, yeah, big time, mm-hmm. big deal. Like, differences, and and, and he's almost like a, a crazy person right. to them, right? Right. Um, so... I thought that was well done, that backstory, but also seeing, you know, oh, he, he's doing it for, for Grogu. Yeah. 100%. Now, something else, too, that I thought was really interesting with this episode was we saw Din Djarin kick butt without Beskar on. Oh, dude's like awesome. Like, he was wearing the Stormtrooper armor and was still able to just do whatever he and wanted to. And he took to. hits. Yeah. I mean, he got pretty jacked up yeah, by these did. dudes, which he should. There's like 20 or 30 of these guys, right? right. I mean... But he's still wrecking them, and yeah. it just shows you, like, all right, sure, he can take some blasters with the Beskar, but, yeah. oh, my gosh, he can still wreck people. Yeah. And uh, 
two things, uh, two biggest takeaways that I didn't see coming for this episode. Number one, Bill Burr, what up, dude? Amazing, incredible, incredible. out of nowhere. Yes. Didn't know he was even going to be in that episode. Killed it, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because if I if you told me Bill Burr's going to be in this episode, and he's going to kill it. I'd be like, what are you saying? <laughs> no, killed it. And number two, when the dichotomy of cheering when you see the empire come in. Yeah. Like I told Taylor, I was like, this is such a weird feeling. Right. And you're so that, happy yeah. to see him come in and just murk them right. with the, I've said murk a lot this episode. No, you're good. But, I've said perfection. Uh, you a know, lot. <laughs> well, that, they're both fair. Uh, so yeah, just seeing them kill all those guys easily as mm-hmm. they would. And then you see the stormtroopers on the side cheering and stuff. Yeah, we can't believe and we you're did like, something. <laughs> you're like, this is a weird feeling. Yeah. Like, I don't like you, but yay, I'm happy you came. I think that's something I actually pointed out when we first watched it. Like, it's just weird to see it in that light, like Mm -hmm. rooting for the bad guy. And that's something I hope that Star Wars does with something else in the future. I think they are with um, backlight. Yeah, man. I that is I have that circled like on my list because I if they can do that right, yeah. It might be so good. It might be. Because that is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see that. Now, there is one last thing that I want to hear your take on with this chapter. Mm -hmm. I was someone that really appreciated the way the helmet coming off occurred. Some people, and it might have been Nolan, B.A., Jacob, someone, someone on the panel that night were talking about how it wasn't epic enough, epic enough of a moment. Hmm. But in my opinion... That's what makes it so powerful that it it's not necessarily the highest stake moment, but he's still so willing to do it for but it is that he's gonna do it. It is the highest stake. Okay. If they don't get these plans, they true. don't know where he is. True, true. So uh, okay, yeah, it's not in front of a lot of people, right? Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. Right. Bill Burr knows who he is. And he mm-hmm. know ever since the beginning, he's take that helmet off. Take the helmet off. Let's right. see. What do you look like <laughs> under there? And the fact that number one, Pretty Bill, good Bill Burr, dude. that's what he looks oh, like. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. But yeah, uh, so Bill Burr like doesn't even he knows how big of a deal it is. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh yeah, all right, cool. He yeah. took it off. Let's keep going, right? Yeah. And number two is the director. I don't know who did it. I think it was Rick Famuyiwa. Okay, you're right. I think um, it was him in that one. You're right. Um, he did such a good job at building the tension with that other random, you know, general guy. Oh, where yeah, he's like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. hey, what are you doing over there?" Yeah, like that. Just that little thing alone raised yeah. the tension enough for me to make it matter. And right. when he dro- you're like, "Oh God, is he about to really take his helmet?" Yeah, and yeah, he does it. And and in in my head, I'm just like, "Yes, finally, mm-hmm. just do it, man, yeah. for Grogu." And then you get the amazing scene that wasn't even. Anything to do with Grogu, mm-hmm. with Bill Burr and the general guy. Incredible. Incredible. Now, while you're talking about that general guy, I didn't yeah. know it when I was watching it, but did you know he was the Night King early on what? in Game of Thrones? Like, I mean, I see it now. Three, when he like does the... Mm, yeah, oh, and yeah. I think that was the, his last time being the uh, Night King. Yeah. But I didn't even know it. He should have stayed the Night King. Yeah. Hot take. Dude, I think he cool. looked so much like scarier really? than the new Night King. Okay. And the new Night King was like the stunt coordinator guy, apparently. Yeah. Um, But... Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I had to get my Game of Thrones plug in there. I everybody that listens, let's have a Game of Thrones. Everybody plug. that listens knows that I love Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, come on, <laughs> I do too. Uh, but I, I just thought of another incredible thing with that chapter: the seismic charge. 
from oh, oh, the slave yeah. one. Out of nowhere, another just little <laughs> yep, little tiblet to it. There's there. a prequel connection yeah. for all the prequelists out and there. And a great shot, too. Yes. Like, so well done. Absolutely. Um, but and another one of the things. It didn't have to be in there. Right. It didn't have to do it. Right. But they did it. Didn't make a big deal of it. Just boop. Because the people behind this show, like, there's no other way to describe it except they get it. Yeah, 100%. They just get it. Yeah. They, they know just, exactly what to do to just make us... Yep. Want more? Yep. <laughs> All right. The grand finale, chapter 16. Din, Jaren, and crew, they link up with Bo-Katan and her squad to aid in taking over Moff Gideon's cruiser. Din fights Gideon for Grogu's safety, so we got the Beskar, Spear, and the Dark Saber. Uh, and Dark Troopers appear to ruin that saving attempt when an unexpected Jedi arrives. Let's just talk about that. What did you think when you first of all saw that X-Wing come flying across the screen? Did you know in that moment? Let me just pause no, there. You no, didn't. I didn't. Um, okay. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of dumb in that way where I was like, maybe somehow Ahsoka, maybe that's what she's flying in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. We never really saw what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe that's her ride. I, and another thing that threw me off and thought and why I was thinking that is the screen that Grogu's touching is black and white. Yes. So I thought it was just her lightsabers. Right, because like, they oh, look white. Yeah. I even literally said it out loud. Oh, it's Ahsoka. Yeah. And then they do Peyton Reed. Well done. Yes. Well done. And, and giving us little tidbits of who could, who could this be? Who could Along this be? Yeah. All right, it's probably him. Oh, it's right. Oh, it's freaking yeah. Luke. So, and again, maybe, maybe you didn't think this, but when we saw the X-Wing, I was thinking, okay, it's either Luke, Ahsoka, or Ezra Bridger. So that's a Rebels mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Then when we saw the white in the screen, I was like, okay, that means it's either got to be Luke or Ahsoka. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that they would bring in Ezra at that point. But then when we got that green lightsaber, oh, it's like he went through a progression. Exactly. Like it could be these people. Oh, no, it's not that one person, but it could still be these exactly. two. Exactly. Oh, it's not those two. It's Luke freaking Skywalker. And, and even people who like knew when they saw the X-Wing, still, from what I've been seeing on like reviews and stuff, they yeah. think how we're thinking, where he does such a good job, it, it's still giving you that little tinge of, like, maybe yeah. maybe it's not Luke. Right. Like, oh, it's Luke. I don't know. Oh, it's Luke. No, I don't know. Yeah. And then, oh, my gosh, man. Talking they, about it. they open. Oh, God. He, he, put, he pops that green out and... Dude does some work and i didn't honestly feel 100 percent uh con convinced that it was luke until mm. i saw the hilt mm. i was all in i saw the glove i saw the the green right. okay i was in gotcha i was like it's luke and watch this and mando's struggling with one right yeah. they do a good job at showing right the how powerful they are of of how what a big deal these dark troopers are yeah and luke i mean it's toys to him He's just slicing through yes. him. He's doing the Darth Vader Rogue One crush, crush. type lifting Gosh, and stuff. Man, <laughs> just they knew what they were doing with that. And yes, they I did. loved it. It's yeah. oh my god. People blow it up on Twitter with with the the you know comparison videos, mm-hmm. and it's just oh man, so satisfying. Yeah, and and a lot of people who hate on the Last Jedi and say Luke didn't do these things, right? Hey, guess what? He just did them. Yeah, he did, and it was awesome. He and, did, and now we get <laughs> all right. Hot take. I know this is going to be a hot take. It makes me like Last Jedi way more. Okay. Because it scratched the itch for me. It made, it it did what I wanted Luke to do. I got it. All right. Okay. He's murking fools. We get it. He's powerful. Okay. We get it. 
and then you see the last Jedi, and it makes it even more sad that that he lost everything, and he had Grogu. Where, where's Grogu? Oh, we won't get into that, right. but I mean, it, it it shows he's at the height. This mm-hmm. dude is awesome. He's smart. He knows how to go about building this this temple. Yeah, and he he's calm. Like when he walks in, and he's like, "Yeah, just come on." I I loved the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm quite there yet with you. That's like, okay. With the Last Jedi. That's what I said. It's a hot I, take. I but. think there's one thing that I need for me to be fully convinced with the Last Jedi, and that's for me to see Luke's love for Ben more, because that would explain to me why he was so destroyed when Ben turned to the dark side. Mm. Um, because we didn't really get that as much in the Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker that I was hoping for. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in Last Jedi, Luke talks about how he's going to basically haunt Kylo yeah. if he strikes him down. So but that I, didn't really happen. And, you kind of see what I'm saying, though? I do. Okay. And for me, it was... Um, I I felt the loss for Luke that he felt because I didn't think of it as Ben. I just thought of it as Jedi as a whole. Okay. I, I kind of... I guess I generalized it in my own head, but... You know, Ben is just the catalyst of his failings of right. raising okay. this temple. I see what you're saying. So I see your take. I'm not trying to sway you. No, I'm you're just, good. You're like, good. That's what how I think about it, and that's why I think it does raise it yeah. for me because it's more of a failure to me mm. because it is Ben, huge deal, family. Um, he didn't see it in him, whatever you want to say, but it's the Jedi as a whole. Like we, we were at peace and. Yeah. It, they were about to build a full Jedi again, and he mm-hmm. he had his team together, so to speak. Right. And there's the one sliver that he didn't notice, being Ben. Mm-hmm. And he almost did it. He almost got rid of the sliver. Right. He couldn't do it and lost everything. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so it just, um, it, it scratched the itch of wanting to see Luke be Luke. I gotcha. And then, I can see that. Because that was my biggest thing with Last Jedi is, I I really liked the force far Projection, away thing. Skype. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Oh, the force Skypes was the best thing in the entire Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. I but, love but that. But his projection oh, alone. I see what you're saying now. That, I got gotcha. you. The Luke part. Gotcha. Um, it makes it even just, ah, for me, even okay. more because now I've seen him fight. He didn't need to fight there. He right. needed to prove a point, and okay. he did. Okay. And he ignited the blah, blah, blah that yeah. they say a hundred times in the movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, no, like you said, that Sorry, is we're the, getting on a la- Last Jedi no, you're good. tangent. You're but, good. But that's just how important of a scene it is to me is it, it has a ripple effect on the other episodes, yeah. uh, other movies. Well, and it seems like Favreau, and I think he even recently touched on this in an interview, he wants to do that. He wants to connect to the sequels a little bit, and I'm, I'm glad that you're getting some enjoyment out of the sequels a little bit more from right. Mando. I mean, a hundred percent because it was more than just seeing Luke do stuff. And, and from other people I've seen, it's the, it's the, the other side of the coin where they've been with, you know, Luke since a new hope and they wanted to see him do that. And so mm-hmm. they were really let down by yeah. not seeing that. Yeah. Now they get to, but, yeah, we got that moment and oh, boy, was baby. it incredible. Was this face CGI a little, a little off? Yes. Sure. 
But again, you but just gotta enjoy the moment. Dude, they baby. went for it, man. Enjoy they, the moment. <laughs> they went for it. It's freaking Luke. That's Luke's face. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Now there are a couple of other incredible things though in that. What chapter, an episode, yeah. Like Moff Gideon and Din Djarin battling it out. We kind of saw that coming. Right. And and finally. It, yeah. It's due up. It's been two seasons ish right. of it. Like But yeah. you even touched on it like Moff didn't really Play like, the hey, part of yeah, a like, sure, strong he, villain, honestly. He, he fought a little bit, but it's Mando. He you, seems like one of those more just, I'm intelligent, 100%. that's my way of being well, a villain. Well, yeah, he's physically. all the, oh, yeah, take him. Oh, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's like, dude, we know what you're doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted Mando to be like, uh-huh, sure. You know? It's like, come on. Right. But, uh, I, and again, uh, you know, learning about Rebels and all that, uh, the Darksaber stuff, added so much to the scene for me uh, because, mm-hmm. sure, you know, he's using it, but how'd he get it? Like, yeah. Well, what's the backstory there uh, of just this one piece that we don't even talk about? Uh, it's so, so interesting. And then, like, she's like, don't, like, let me get it. Right. Let me be Because she knows why that has to be And he freaking knows, Moff Gideon knows Mando's going to come for the kid. She's going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And he's going to fight Mando. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why he didn't put up a fight. A yeah, bigger deal. Yeah, and that's actually something that we talked about yeah. on our initial right. review. Right. Uh, I do think he lost on purpose. Yeah, I, he I knew agree. what was going to occur. I agree with now, you. Now, the only thing that makes me hesitant of that is when he attempted to take his life. Like, why would he have lost on purpose if he was going to have to uh, well, take his life away? Well, because at that point, it, at that point, I guess the job was done. Like Luke Skywalker was showing up. That's why he was exactly reacting that way. Well, gotcha. he had already been defeated by Mando. That's what he wanted. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. Am yeah, I yeah. getting the timeline right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So at that point, he was, and again, that shows you he ain't the boss. The yeah. boss ain't taking his own life like that. Nah. Right. Nah. So, nah, fam, he ain't. <laughs> Come on, boys. Uh, he tweeted yeah. us, you know, Mando Talk. Give us your hot takes yes. if we're wrong. <laughs> yes. I want them. I'll read them. <laughs> All right, do that. <laughs> um, Bo-Katan, obviously the, I don't, I don't even, I'm trying to think of the word here, the antagonist that she could possibly be now mm. in, as far as Din Djarin moving forward, and I think I'm actually going to touch on that a little bit later. But I can't wait to see them two more, mm-hmm. especially after that scene that they had there on the cruiser. Yep. Uh, Good but, acting by um, yeah. uh, Katie Sackhoff. She did like, great. Like, she the, did great. the subtlety of her face being like, oh, no. Right. Like, oh, did you, oh, you beat, oh, no. Yeah. You know, like, and Moff just sitting in the background, Gus Fring style. Right. Just like, Dude, <laughs> he was so Gus Fring in that He's episode. He's so Gus Fring. And that's okay. <laughs> Be Gus Fring, baby. Right. Um, like, it was an incredible chapter. Uh, it was a great finale, and it wasn't done there because they had a post-credit scene that got us teasing for the future mm-hmm. uh, with the Book of Boba Fett. What's your excitement level on that? I mean, uh, it's probably about an 8 out of 10, okay. I would say. Uh, I didn't know it was coming. Um, didn't see it coming. The Jabba scene, or what do you want to call it? Jabba's Palace, or whoever the dude, nude guy's palace. I can't remember his name, but... Now fat guy oh, sitting uh, ben on the, Fortuna. Yeah, Fortuna. That's right. Gotcha. Um <laughs> that, I just thought that was a really cool scene that he's just killing all of them too. Like yeah. doing what he does and then they end it with her sitting on the side and he's sitting on Finnick. the chair. Yeah. We didn't even touch on her. She was great. Oh great. I loved the character great. Finnick. I was happy she came back. The the fact that Bo she like owes her life to Boba, I think is an mm-hmm. awesome, you know, tie to why she's around. Yeah. Um I, I think it was really cool. And it, it, I guess it confirms what we thought last season. Right, where that what was that Boba? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. 
Uh, I just want to make sure I was right in that. But. All right. So here's what we're going to do to finish this out. We're going to do, well, actually, we're going to do a couple of things. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Zach what he thinks about the likelihood of where we could see all these new characters that we just touched on right. show back up. We don't have to dive too much into it, but I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on yeah. it. So the first one that I've got here of where could we see these new Mando characters appear next, Cobb Vanth. Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian? Boba Fett, if he comes back. Okay. I don't know if he does. Because I I just heard whenever Cobb says, I hope we see each other again, it just felt like, yeah, they'll see each other again. Hmm. That's. I mean, I agree with that. I hope so. Um, I mean, maybe not Boba yeah. Fett, but... Well, it makes sense because he's going to see well, Boba Fett probably with that armor at some point. And, and on the, Tatooine. Whole, <laughs> the whole underground aspect of it, he's like the, you know... Uh, what do you want to call him? The Ranger of that area, uh, or the Marshal. The Marshal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marshal. Sorry, I couldn't think of that name. No, you're the, good. He's the Marshal. Yeah. Law enforcement, right? Versus underground bounty hunters. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That just seems like a natural build up for me. Right. But it could just be Mando calling on him, like, "Hey, I need some. Uh, I need a squad." And yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. Next up, Boba Fett. But obviously, we know he's going to be in Boba Fett. So, yeah. r- really, here's my question: Is his role in the Mandalorian show over? Next season, yes. Okay. I think um, so, too. I think they're going to separate their stories 100%, a little bit. 100%. Um, does he show up in The Mandalorian again? Yes. Okay. In the show Mandalorian, I would say yes at okay. this point. Because I think, I don't know if it's confirmed if Book of Boba Fett's one season, like a limited series. Dude, I don't know about that either. But if, I kind of hope it is. I kind of hope okay. it's, a, it's a limited series. But, you know... I could be in those words here in like a year. <laughs> Dude, if it's incredible, I'll want and more, being, obviously. And like building this underground, like crazy right. bounty right. hunter. Yeah. I may be wrong, but just the the story we're telling now, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay, next on the list. I'm going in order of how we saw him. Lady Frog. Could she be the Pelimoto of next season? So Pelimoto is kind of like that frizzy hair, Tatooine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my least prepare. favorite character Dude, in the show. you didn't like Pelimoto? She's my least favorite Dude, character Dude, I love Pelimoto. When I saw her again, I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. But, I mean, she's fine. <laughs> I was like Babu Frick. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, her again? Okay. That's fine. But, uh, no, she, she's okay. Uh, Lady Frog, I think her job's done. She um agree. I, I don't I don't see her coming back. I thought so too. I mean, maybe as like a little <laughs> Easter egg, but right. I'm good okay. on Lady Frog. All right. She got back with her little dude and they're <laughs> they got their family. Great yeah. scene with yeah. Grogu. Um, so she done. All right, next up, Bo Katan. I mean, obviously season three, right? Episode one, baby. I she's mean back. obviously. Yeah. I that, can't wait to see her. Cannot wait to see I her. I think she's gonna be a leading actress in the I next think so. Season. I think now, do you think that she might take over that role that Kara had, that Gina Carano's Kara Dune? No, I think she goes. I think she. I think she gets more than her. Okay. I. 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 I, I think it's going to be like a forty-fifty split of Mando and her. I like that. I, I, I'm. So, I would love. It's kind of wishful thinking, to be honest. But. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list, Ahsoka Tano. Obviously, Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about her role in the Mandalorian? Um, that's a great question. I. Oh man, um, I could see her coming back in season three in just a little dip. Yeah, um, but 
I, I think I, I think they wait. Okay. I think they wait to her own show. Now, this next one, and I, I think I agree with that take. I think she's just going to be Ahsoka-driven mm-hmm. until that climatic event right, right, that right. they've always they've, talked about. Well, they are, yeah, they've already confirmed that. Right. So, so this next one I think we're going to talk about a little bit more. Luke Skywalker. Uh, will he reappear mm-hmm. to show Grogu's training mm-hmm. and or return to like full on be part of that Mandalorian story. Okay. Now I do have a thought on that though. Okay. If they needed Luke to be more so integrated with the story, they're not faking his face. Right. 100%. That's they, what my that's what I was thinking. I think he's done. I think uh I think he did his job. He he gave that little excitement factor. He's back. He's wrecking people. I think Luke's done. I I I don't see why they would fake his face and then bring on Sebastian Stan and be yeah. like, ah, that's Luke. Now, if they do that, awesome. Yeah. I'm A-okay with that, and I think the viewers would suck into it uh, and yeah. know that that's Luke. It just doesn't really make sense. It, 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 like, it just doesn't. I feel like once you commit to the digital face, you have to stick with the digital face. Yeah, I agree. Almost one of those kind of things. I, I agree 100%. Uh, but do you think we're done with Grogu? I guess I could ask, too. No, 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 no. So how's he going to get back me? in the uh, story, I, I wonder? I do think it's possible it's like one of those moments where Grogu feels that tremor in the force that his friends are in trouble. And we see maybe like Luke from behind and Luke maybe says, I understand I've been in your same situation before because I had to go after Han and Leia. I I think so, but see my thing with all this, with the Grogu stuff is they have to know what they're doing, but I don't see how they're going to do it. Like He's a little kid and even if they jump forward some years, he's still going to be a little kid, right? The way right. his his race, you know, ages right. I, I, like this this twenty five years of of time that we have to deal with, he's still going to be still gonna be that small. if anything a teenager. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> a grumpy teenager. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he comes and I, I don't know how they're going to play that game with Grogu, but I don't see them just dropping him. Right. I mean, he's part they, of they it can't. now. Can't. And we've talked about this over and over again. Grogu is an integral part of what makes the Mandalorian the Mandalorian. Exactly. Like, yeah, we are hooked as Star Wars fans already. Yeah. Grogu helps hook everyone else outside Mm -hmm. of that realm. So he's got to be brought in somehow. And one thing I'm thinking about it is that he, um, one, I wouldn't say negative, but one reality is his job's kind of done. Like, he gave us an emotional connection to Din and and let Din open up. Yeah. And I, you know, that well is dry. At this yeah, point, man. to be honest, I right? Just, I just want to. I don't want to be devil's man. advocate, but <laughs> it's a reality of what how well they've done it, and with right. him taking off the, the helmet and touching him and like stuff. There's nothing else there, really. What's next, except for him being like a son? Or, Unless or again, maybe he just comes back in that climatic finisher. Yeah. I, what I hope happens is that Grogu comes in and he's doing his thing, like he's learned and he's just jump <laughs> up oh, ah, That's what I want. Yeah, and that's what I hope they do. Is yeah. maybe it's season finale, or maybe, um, like you said, he feels a tremor when they're fighting for Mandalore, and he goes and helps Din win or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, but okay. I hope he's back. Okay, well, let's just wrap this up real quickly with. I just want to get because while you're here, man, I gotta eat up as much time hey, that's as I right. can with you. Um, I want to get your thoughts on what we could possibly see next. We're already touching on yeah. what we could possibly see from Grogu. Mm-hmm. I've already touched on this, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Do you want to see Bo-Katan become the antagonist of season three? Because obviously, Din 
is the ruler of Mandalore, but that's Bo-Katan's mission. That's right. what she wants to get and done. I don't think Din wants that. That's why he's like, right. dude, just take it's it. It's kind of like a Jon Snow situation. It's exactly. Like, I don't want it kind of like, thing. I don't want this. I yeah. don't care. Just take it, man. And part of me is like, just freaking take it. Yeah. Everybody close your eyes. Fight it out. Oh, you won. Okay. All right. But I don't understand the rules there because like- It's just one of those Well, he beats things. Moff, yeah. and so he gets it- but then he's like, you got to fight to the death. It's like, wait, <laughs> five minutes ago, you guys didn't fight to the death. But So, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. But, well, you know, thinking about that, does that mean Din is the the ruler? Is oh, Moff yeah. still the ruler? I don't know. Well, currently, if Bo-Katan was that concerned, okay, you're right. Din Djarin right. is Mandalore at this point. That is 100% fair. Um, so, yeah, I, going back to your question, sure. Make her antagonist. Would you be okay with it, care. though? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, baby, I'm in on that. Uh, okay. Because she is awesome. And she is. seeing those two, like, fight it out, if Din's like, oh, What a battle would that be? That's what be? I'm saying. Oh like, oh, gosh, crap. Man. Oh, wait. Uh, we have to, what now? I don't want to fight it. Yeah. I, you know, I could see it being, like, um, her, I, what I hope happens, kind of, is they build it up and then, like, fight it out with mm -hmm. her just, like, not really wanting to and just being like, yeah. But then, like, yeah. actually fighting and Din, like, oh, man. All right. What if Din, like, what if his story's done? Like, what if Bo becomes the Mandalorian and she kills him? Of the future of the show? Yeah. Is mm. that, is that, do you think the character, or the, the viewers, <laughs> well, do you think the viewers would be, like, too upset to really like Bo? I think that is the case, but. Yeah, I think Din, they're going to continue with Din being the main character. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I like that thought process because yeah. we even had those thoughts, and I still think it's a it, reality that's possible. Like I said, <laughs> do I think it's not over, you know, 40% that that's going to happen. Right. However. I mean, yeah, it's fun to think about it. That'd be cool. It would be. It'd be cool. I, I just, I'm excited because I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what's next. I hope Bo is, is a very much a part of it. She will right. be. And I really hope we see more of Din becoming this well-rounded person more mm -hmm. than just a, a you know armor okay so i agree with that take okay final question i have for you mm -hmm. will we arrive to mandalore in season three or is that like our show's end game because it really does seem like that's the grand finale between Bo and din at this point like what else is there for no. them at that no we're there next season okay we're there oh I, man I, the reason i say that is because they're setting up ahsoka they're setting up boba true. fett true like we we gotta we gotta get going on this Mandalore storyline because yeah. uh, there's a lot yeah. of other things, a lot of things we're juggling, and and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they hold off for another season, right? But, um, be, be, because it's coming so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think I think we're there. I think we're gonna nail all that down. I think they made it very clear that that is what this season is gonna be about. They've made it very clear that it's going to be an crucial part, regardless of if it's the next season or not. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No doubt. I don't know what else we're going to talk about because Grogu's That's gone. True. That's so, true. Um, I, I can just see that being the case. I, I don't know. I, I'm ready for it, baby. Make yes. it. I want to watch it. We're ready for it here at Mando Talk. I mean, we're going to always be here to talk about anything Mandalorian related, but also Star Wars related. And... As far as Zach Horvath being on the show, man, that was incredible. It was great to have you yeah, here. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Uh, first of all, it's always incredible to talk Star Wars with you because it's great to have like just fun, nerdy conversations. 100%. And you get fully invested with it. So I appreciate that, that I'm able to nerd out with you. Yeah, no, uh, I, I like it. 
If people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Uh, well, I, I actually have a podcast. Okay. Um, it's, it's called Occupation Nation. Haven't posted anything in about a year. Um, had a kid, you know, that happens. Yeah. So it, it's just a podcast to talk about, you know, what someone in high school could listen to it to learn about what does a lawyer do or what does a policeman do? I don't have a lawyer episode, but, um, <laughs> you know, something like that. You can listen, you know, listen to that, have fun. I, it's just something that's on there for people. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you just just follow Mando Talk. You know, hey, there you go. That, that's I the good. That that's plug, the good man. stuff. Appreciate that. <laughs> you don't want my boring stuff. <laughs> At Mando Talk on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole shebang, wherever you're at. If you search Mando Talk, there's a good chance that you will find us. We'll listen again. I really appreciate you being here. Those of you listening, let us know what you thought about season two. What you're still thinking about? What four? Five? How many know. months? Four, three, three. We're we're only three. I two, two and a half. Man, I can't do math. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're like two and a half months removed from the Mandalorian, but it seems like a long time because I want more. Yeah. Uh, but let us know what you thought about it. Again, you can find us on socials to do that, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can drop a comment there. Yeah, drop a comment, man. I want to see some more comments. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, Let's get it, it talking. <laughs> all right. Well, from all of us at Mando Talk. We're thankful for the listen. We're thankful for the support. Also, I will do one final plug, only because I've been working on it a lot lately. Check out our website, mandotalk.weebly.com. It's just really one big portal where you can find whatever uh, podcast platform you listen to, where you can click the button that you want to listen to it at. Uh, you can click it there, and we would really love the traction to build up there at that website. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you have a blessed week, and we have spoken.